Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. So Roe v. Wade, at least according to a draft of uh, a decision, uh, presumably written by uh, Justice Alito, uh, Roe v. Wade has uh, effectively been overturned, which, of course, has been the fantasy of the conservative movement and anyone who loves human life. And, of course, the uh, nightmare of people who would uh, use abortion on demand at any time, including after the birth of the child. That's how sick some people have gotten. This is a quote from Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, I don't believe she wishes her mother would have aborted her. I could be wrong. No, don't go there. Don't. I'm tempted, but I'm not going to. She says, not surprising, but still outrageous. This decision is a direct assault on the dignity, rights, and lives of women. Like my husband used to do in hotel rooms with women, and the the state troopers would keep guard. Oh, I'm sorry, I added that. Not to mention decades of settled law. Well, as long as there's a law, I mean, it's technically settled, but, you know, they can be overturned. Uh, It will kill and subjugate women, even as a vast majority of Americans think abortion should be legal. What an utter disgrace. Oh, man, that is just crazy. I actually was ready to go out today and uh, start subjugating women. Just, I, I was going to go down. There's a grocery store nearby, and it's uh, it's called Always Safe. Just get on the uh, the PA. Just you know, beep beep beep. Hit that and go. Attention, saver shoppers. This is Rob Carson, and all of the women who would like to be subjugated by me, please come to the front of the store and let the subjugating begin. And uh, I'm going to do that later today. My body. My body, unless it involves an inoculation and a vaccine. My body, my choice. Then it's my choice. Your body, my choice. My choice. Your body, my choice. There you go. There you go. See, see how that works? Oh, this is just glorious. Amazon is going to reimburse employees $4,000 if they cross state lines to get an abortion. This is really sick. Why don't they just, uh, you know, provide free delivery for an abortion kit for your home? You know, maybe they need to come up with a new uh, abortion kit. I mean, it sell to you. I'm not going to get into what I think would be in it, but, uh, you know, you know, you know. Yeah, $4,000 in travel expenses for non-life-threatening medical treatments, including abortions. I'm no, no telling if it's uh, having your appendix removed. That's Amazon. There you go, kids. There you go, the Amazon wagon. Delivering uh, lots of abortion to the house. That's fantastic. Wow. I mean, wow. 
Uh, oh, yeah, this is from Richard. Richard just wrote me. He says, if abortion's so damn popular, why did Hallmark never come out with congratulations on your abortion cards or happy abortion day cards or best wishes for your abortion cards? Well, Hallmark may not have done that, but I'm sure they probably exist. You know, could you see the cover? Uh, they'd say, like, congratulations on your pregnancy. And then on the inside, it says, cut it out. You know, kind of like, you know, cut it out. Don't, don't be so. Okay, that was not a very good way to put it. But, you know, there's no a ginger way to put, uh, you know, the, the, the process, the process of it. Let's go to Chris in lovely Annapolis. I wish I had the time to go to Annapolis. I'm going to Baltimore tomorrow. I, I miss Annapolis greatly. Hello, Chris. Thank Welcome you, to the show. What's up? Thank you. Yes. Uh, so uh, just briefly, if I could, there was a gentleman on, and he mentioned seeing a documentary in the theater and that he's also purchased copies. Do you know the name of that documentary? Of course, of course, site? of course. It's, it's 2000mules.com, 2000mules.com. That is the new okay. movie from Dinesh D'Souza where he literally found 2,000 mules, millions of pieces of video of people who were paid dark money to bring piles of ballots to dozens of ballot boxes in different states, including Georgia and Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And, by the way, no one in the liberal media has fact-checked a single thing about the documentary because it's all irrefutable. Wonderful. Dinesh is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, my you. God, yes, absolutely. So, so uh, my point was, uh, I wanted to mention, you had said that uh, you found out that your mom had carried you to term even though uh, she was assaulted. And I wanted to say that there has been studies that have proven that women, uh, even in cases of rape and incest, if they carry their babies to term, they are, if they keep them or they don't, they are happier, they are healthier emotionally and mentally if they see that something beautiful has come out of their trial. And so it's a straw, what do they call it, the straw argument that yeah. the Democrats always carry on. Oh, but what about in cases of rape and incest? Because it's been documented. Just wanted to add that. Thank Chris, you. that was a uh, that was a wonderful thought. Thank you. That was really, right. really gracefully, beautifully put. Thank you. Thank very you, much. Take care. <sighs> you got me, Chris. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to. If, if I have silence too long, then the network uh, thing will kick in. It'll go to commercial. So I don't want to go to silence. But um, when I found out that I was a product of uh, sexual assault, um, I remember my glorious uh, half-sis um, told me, and she said, I don't want this to ruin your life. And then she told me, and I remember going home because it was at a very, 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 very bad point in my life. And I went home and I, I basically locked myself in the guest bedroom for three days. And I don't know why. I, it just, I don't know, I don't know. It just hit me. It hit me, the reality of me. It hit me, the reality of a mother that carried me full term even though she had suffered the worst violent act and indignity that a woman could ever, ever, ever experience. And she had me. Uh, And I finally, when I left the room, and I remember my wife, you know, rapping on the door, Rob, you got to come out. I'm like, honey, just leave me alone, please. Just leave me alone. Probably not the best way I could handle it, but it was just an overwhelming 
thing. And finally, when I did digest it, I said to myself, there's nothing I can do about my past. I can only be thankful to be here. And so, if a woman is sexually assaulted, uh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine the violation. I cannot imagine the violation. It is something profound. Uh, and I would venture to say the, the time surrounding the assault would be the window if a decision was going to be made with regard to stopping the fertilization of the egg, not killing the fetus. And that's all I'm going to say about it with regard to that. But it is a heady issue. And I am here to not chastise women who ended the pregnancy because the baby having the baby would have ended their lives or uh, in the early stages of the pregnancy, the very early stages of the pregnancy that they opted because of a sexual assault. What I'm here for is those kids who could have made it to term, who could have lived fulfilling lives, and they were, they were, their lives were ended before they started because of birth control, because of a mistake, an error, a slip, a whatever. And the fact that we've left 60 million in landfills is something that I think should be a something not defended. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, the left might want to stand up on top of that landfill and plant a flag in it of choice. They call it choice because they couldn't say pro-abortion. They also say progressive rather than liberal because they can't say liberal. But, uh, you know, deciding to have a child is a choice, too. I think you know, might want to mention that. Just throw that out there. The number here, by the way, is 800-922-668. I'm trying to see what audio I have not covered with regard to uh, to people who have commented about, um, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, a lot of people don't know the story of the woman behind the uh, story. Uh, she died um, in 2017. This was actually on the, uh, on the UK Daily Mail this morning. Norma McCorvey died of heart failure at an assisted living home in Texas on Saturday, according to a journalist close to her. She was the anonymous plaintiff behind the U.S. Supreme Court's landmark Roe v. Wade ruling that legalized abortion. The ruling established that the U.S. Constitution protects the right of a woman to have an abortion until the point of viability. Hi. While McCorvey lent her name to women's rights supporters in the 1980s, she later became a born-again Christian and told Reuters in a 1998 interview that she had become disillusioned with the pro-choice movement. I started talking to the women um, before they would go in for their abortions, after they would come out. And it was the same thing over and over. They all regretted it. Now, I'm just going to say this right now. If you are a woman, biological woman, born a woman, still are a woman, whether you experienced it or not, whether you went through it or not, I'd, I'd love to put you to the front of the line. 800-922-6680. I, I joke that, you know, men, and we all should have a say in it, but I would like to hear from women. If you just want to shut the door and say, well, you can't have an opinion because you're a man. No, that's nonsense. We all have a say, but I do want to hear from women. Anyway, here is uh, Mark Levin with regard to uh, Roe v. Wade being repealed. When you attack America's institutions day in and day out with critical race theory, 
When you threaten the Supreme Court of the United States, as Chuck Schumer threatened two justices several years ago, for which he never paid a penalty, when you keep talking about packing the Supreme Court in which order is, to get the... Which is what they're going to do, or they're going to try and quantify it and pass legislation to quantify uh, uh, abortion. ...results that you want. When you keep denigrating these institutions, these American institutions, from the founding to our monuments to our history, to these different branches of government, when you keep trespassing on separation of powers, this is what you get. When you yep. use an unnamed so-called whistleblower to try and take out a president of the United States, yep. and you impeach him twice, really, with no basis whatsoever, yep. and when you trigger the, the uh, investigation of a president with a special counsel... Now, wait, 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 hold on, what is that? <clears throat> this is weird. Uh, we don't have any tracks around my house, but I hear that karma train are coming in violation of department of justice Weird. regulations with no predicate whatsoever when you conduct yourself in an utterly lawless way attacking the institutions of this country attacking the founding documents of this country and don't forget tacitly endorsing billions of dollars in damage done by hundreds of riots around the united states in the summer of 2020 attacking the history of this country this is what you get lawlessness it's just a matter of time all these institutions are going to collapse this is a grave assault on the Supreme Court. When I yep. was in law school, I was actually an intern to Chief Justice Warren Burger. I saw how it operated. And I can tell you, this institution takes its confidentiality seriously. Why? That's the coin of the realm. They've yep. got to be able to talk about ideas freely. Yep. They've got to be able to discuss this without political pressure. Why they do cannot be threatened. Do people think these are lifetime appointments? Unbelievable. That is uh, MRC-TV put that together for us. And... Uh, it is, uh, it is 100% true Ed, that this ruling was allowed to be leaked is a gigantic issue. And if you're on the side of, oh, I want all abortion all the time, and oh, that's a good deal because, you know, they can threaten them justices because, by God, you know, we should be able to threaten them. And, you, know, uh, you know, wait till it comes to your side. All right? Nonsense. Uh, there's a thing called law and order. There's a way to do things. This was not the way to get it done. And I really hope it bites the left in the, uh, in the butt. Let's go to uh, Gary in Kingsville, Maryland, wants to talk about the, uh, what appears to be a draft uh, opinion by Samuel Alito effectively ending Roe v. Wade. Hello there, Gary. What's up, my friend? Good afternoon, Rob. Yeah. Good to talk to you again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A uh, cu couple quick points. First, what it, this right to an abortion that was brought to us by Roe v. Wade was never law, thus yeah. it can't be settled law, because laws don't come about by court decisions. Laws come about by the acts of the legislature. Ding, 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 so ding, not, ding. You're right. Sir? <laughs> I said ding, ding, ding. You're right. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> if, if, and the courts need to remember that their first allegiance should be to the Constitution. That's why they were created to defend the Constitution and to judge cases in which constitutional issues were brought. And there is no reference in our Constitution to either abortion or to a woman's right to privacy, other than what that idiot, uh, I think his name was Blackman, I believe, if I remember right, mm -hmm. who, who said that the right to a woman's privacy was to be found somewhere in the penumbra of the Constitution, which, okay. which is nothing that anyone can identify. Yeah, I looked at the index. Uh, I could not see penumbra anywhere. <laughs> no, it, it ain't in there, brother. <laughs> All right, what um, else, man? Other than that, if, if they are so um, in love with precedence, which they always like to talk about, the starry decisis that they always like to mention, yes, yes. Then, then they should recognize the fact 
that overturning Roe v. Wade would not be without precedence. Supreme Court decisions have been over have been overturned before, such as in the Dred Scott decision. Thank you. Likewise, likewise yeah. in Prohibition. So this, there's nothing new about this. So yes. if we should just go by what the Constitution says, recognize how laws are made, yep. and and overturn this this travesty of justice that was done to us back with Roe v. Wade. Amen, Gary. I appreciate your phone call. It's also the, uh, you know, like I said, it, Margaret Sanger, it, you know, if the left had any shame, they would recognize that she was a dedicated eugenist and racist. You know, they like to throw racism around. You're a racist if you support voter integrity. You're a racist if you support Donald Trump. You're a white supremacist if you're conservative and all that. Well, who's a racist? <laughs> who's the racist who builds an abortion clinic on Martin Luther King Jr. Highway or Malcolm X Boulevard right next to where, and right next to the housing projects, right where, uh, you know, people of color live? Because that's usually where the Planned Parenthood goes. Then there's these boutique abortion clinics that you see in like Germantown, Maryland, where it's in a strip mall and it says Women's Choice Center or whatever the hell it is. And they go in and they abort babies right up to the last minute. I remember this because my son had orthodontia at <clears throat> this place and literally uh, like two doors down. Uh, they're laughing and drinking and having an abortion. Two doors down. Um, anyway, they uh, they had a, a late-term abortion clinic there, and there were always a few people out there protesting, and uh, there's no telling the horrors that were going on down the, uh, down the strip mall from uh, my son's orthodontist. But you know, just like those camps in Germany, you know, we kind of wondered where the <laughs> that weird-looking gray snow was falling from the factory you know the, the the smokestack there we never really we never saw it so we didn't ask anything about it and yes i'm making the uh, comparison um quite literally because uh hitler's probably got to be looking up from hell going man they did 60 million holy crap i should have uh, lived as long <clears throat> let's go to richard in uh, richmond virginia hello the richard welcome to the rob carson show your thoughts my friend hi rob yeah um I've been listening to you for a while, and I know, I think you're a, an optimist. But I, you know, yeah, I try to be. I'm trying to be an optimist, but I, I just can't believe what's happening to this country now. You know, Mark Levin was talking, and you know, we're letting people get away with everything. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking the other night, Nancy Pelosi stood up and ripped up the State of the Union in front of everybody in this country, and not a Republican. Or anybody gave her any consequences, and nope. you can go down the line. I, I, I just, it's, uh, it's very scary. That's all. I, I, well, Richard, I, I like to say, I like to say that, um, you know, the Democrats they suffer indignities upon the American people, uh, and they have for years. And I really believe karmically that their chickens have come to come home to roost. It's going to be a, you know, we're still not through this, but we have some positivity uh, moving in that direction. I understand your pessimism, Richard. I really do. But I, yeah. I just, you know, I've been on the planet for 56 years. I've never seen anything like it. What's been That's happening right. in, in the country in the last, like, month. Uh, yeah. Because people are tired of it. You know, but, but even, you know, longer than a month. You know, I mean, yeah. Donald Trump is the only person in my lifetime, and I'm actually 63 years old, gotcha. that has come in and stood up for this country. I mean, and that's a lot of people, maybe one or two others, I don't know. And they crucified him, and yeah. the people allowed it. You know, that's, that's 
part of not the American people, not the American people. We didn't allow it, Richard. The Republican Party did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Republican Party did. Yeah, but not the American people. We're still there for them. Have you guys signed up for stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you could skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and get discounts you won't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off of uh, USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for Stamps.com. Here to kind of give us some uh, perspective from a uh, legal standpoint, the very highly respected uh, Attorney General of the great state of Texas, Ken Paxton, joins us on the uh, phone this morning on the Newsmax Hotline. Hello, sir. How are you? You know, I'm doing great, Rob. It's it's uh, looking pretty good for us, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I want to ask you, and, and I think it's pretty telling that so many conservatives would not necessarily just do a victory dance with the possibility that Roe v. Wade is going to be, uh, you know, revoked. But also, they're very upset with someone leaking this ruling before it was official. And I think that's very telling about the the one, single thought of the left, which is just protecting the right to kill a baby versus the nuanced position from conservatives. What are your thoughts on the, the possibility of the revocation and the leak? Look, we all are suspicious when there's never been a leak, at least in my lifetime, that yep. I know about. And... Here we have one on one of the most important cases of our lifetime. It's very suspicious. I really hope the Supreme Court uh, investigates who leaked this and why they leaked it, because obviously it's, it's a potential harm to the case, when, especially when the ruling is going the right direction. I think it's... Uh... It, I, I can't, and my thought immediately, I'm not a legal expert like you. I'm not a lawyer by any means, but I, that was my first thought. I had two thoughts. First... The left is going to uh, attempt to wreck the country with their uh, mostly peaceful protests. And, and the other would be that, um, uh, that this is, you know, uh, going to affect the, the elections in, in 2022. Uh, so a couple of things going on there. I, I want to ask you real quick about um, why do you suppose this was leaked? One of them, I do believe, is, is obviously they want to try to throw it. They want to try to... Um, pressure the justices who would vote in favor of it, right? But let me ask you this also. The Democrats are really, 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 really terrified about 2022, the election in November. And this could be one of the things that really motivates uh, Democrats, leftists to vote uh, because Joe Biden isn't providing them that onus. What do you think about that? Yeah, look, I I mean, there's no doubt that this is an issue that, that motivates the far left. Whether this keeps them motivated, given all the other issues that the Biden administration is dealing with, with with the economy seeming to be the number one issue, whether it's inflation or whether it's going to be jobs, whether a potential recession, 
typically people vote with their pocketbooks, and if the economy is in a bad spot, uh, you typically see the president dramatically affected by this. So, yes, will this affect the far left and maybe motivate them? I, possibly, uh, but the reality is if we continue with this type of inflation, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Uh, the abortion issue yeah. is going to have an impact, but not like the economy. Yeah, but there's also some other things that have been knocked off the headlines, one of them being the creation of a uh, disinformation board in the DHS. The other one being, and I, this may be an aside, but 2,000 Mules opened this week, uh, Dinesh D'Souza's movie, and it's sold out nationwide. Uh, I kind of question the release of this. I, I don't know, maybe the timing was just... Uh, by happenstance, maybe it was an, a, a, a crime of opportunity, or maybe it was, let's do this now because so many things are going in the opposite direction. You, you're seeing this creation of this board uh, of disinformation and the reaction to it. You've seen uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter. That's a gigantic thing for the left in this country. Um, do, do you think this was done as a, as a, uh, a timing thing or an opportunity that presented itself? You know, I think it is timing. I don't know if it relates to Elon Musk. I don't know if it relates to the, the, the movie. I don't know what I would guess most is that it relates to there's a draft of an opinion that still could be changed if we have time. And clearly there's time to change that opinion. And my guess is what they wanted to do is put pressure on the court through public pressure to try to change that, that opinion, whether that's the actually would happen. I hope we'll know. Uh, but that would be my guess as to why it was leaked, you know, in May, beginning of May, because that still gives them, typically this opinion would come out the last week of May. The most controversial decisions typically come out at the very end of the term. So that would potentially give the Supreme Court, you know, almost two months to make changes if, if the pressure were there. Let's talk about this uh, department. Well, no, no, one more thought, one more thought about this, because you are, you've devoted your life to uh, the law. How big is this opinion being leaked with regard to the Supreme Court? For somebody who has you, I'm sure you probably, if you're devoted to it, you probably have idolized uh, justices in your life. You've had some people you looked up for. You followed jurisprudence closely. How big is this to you? You know, it's it's startling. I mean, it's a real change in the court. It's not anything I've seen before. It's clearly not protocol. If I'm on the Supreme Court, I'm really disappointed that somebody on somebody's staff very likely leaked this. I mean, it has to be either staff or one of the justices. And it, when you're trying to get these opinions negotiated and worked out, they've been able, through the, through the decades, through the centuries, been able to work this out behind the scenes, and we get what we get. If that if that is now changed because you've got people who leak inside the court, it will dramatically impact how those decisions are done. All right. Um, what if it's a justice? I think it, it, if that for that justice, it becomes a, a severe problem with the other justices. I would think whether it was a Republican nominated judge or a Democrat, whoever, if, if a justice did it, they are going to face some consequences inside that court. Is there is there anything that Congress could do? I mean, is it, is this a legal act? Well, I mean, they can always impeach. I mean, there's always yeah, yeah. an impeachment process. But, you know, that happens, like, how often? Very rarely. I know, but this has never happened either. So I just, I think that this would be epic if, if in fact, it were a uh, justice. 
This would be. I, I certainly epic. think you might you might hear calls for that if if it is determined that a justice was responsible. Um, on the other hand, if it's staff, then obviously the staff has to pay the consequences and. That'll have to be addressed by the court, how they're going to deal with staff going forward. Yeah, the interesting thing, and you know more than I do, it would certainly require, I think, disbarment. But on another note, it also might mean canonization by the left. So it's kind of oh, a win. It's kind of a win-lose, but kind of a win. Uh, whoever came up with this is, is guaranteed, set for life, probably book deals, certainly MSNBC or CNN contract, uh, and would become the stuff of legend. I've already seen that hinted at uh, with Hillary Clinton on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it would definitely you'd definitely be a hero on the left side. However, if they experienced the same thing from the right, they'd be just as disappointed that the process, the normal process wasn't followed. So, you know... The end doesn't just mean so you you have to follow the right process and in this case clearly something's gone awry and I I, I think it would affect every justice on there. Let me ask you about Title Forty Two. You're in Texas. I think and and everybody's thinking that Title Forty Two is the only thing for saving us from you know all these illegals coming across the border. Meanwhile, we've had three hundred almost four hundred thousand come across the border. This year, I look at Title 42 as a speed bump, as, as an excuse, and the removal of, uh, of uh, Title 42 as an ability to put your pedal to the metal. Uh, uh, and and I, don't, I don't believe that we're going to, if they ke- obviously keep Title 42, um, that it's going to slow the stem. The Democrats will find other ways to get illegals into the country. What are your thoughts? No, there's no doubt. I mean, I do think it's another, the, the, the main two, well, main three tools that were used by Trump Stop, catch, and release, Title 42, and uh, remain in Mexico. So clearly, remain in Mexico, they haven't followed, even though we've been, yeah. we've won all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. We're waiting for a final decision on that. Hopefully that won't be leaked early. Uh, but that's one of the main pillars stopping this crazy asylum process. It's really just you know one big loophole. Then you have the catch and release they're doing. And then so these are all pillars that allowed the Trump administration to massively reduce illegal immigration. As you pull these pillars out, which Biden is purposely doing, yeah. and he's doing with the cooperation uh, and uh, the, the work of the cartels, you know, the, we end up with basically open borders. Let me, uh, this is uh, unrelated necessarily to um, law, uh, but do you suppose that what we are witnessing with regard to an unbridled attempt to fund the Ukrainian war effort, that uh, we could be maybe witnessing the largest money laundering scheme in the history of the world? Oh, by, with the money being transferred all through the Ukraine? Yeah, with, 40, uh, with, with what, uh, $33 billion going in USA to Ukraine, uh, the most one of the most corrupt regimes in the history of yeah. mankind. And, and I, I want to see an itemized bill, sir. Ken, I want to see an itemized bill. And we well, aren't getting that. Know, what do you think? Oh, look, with that kind of money, uh, and we already know the history with, uh, with the Biden administration and the Ukraine, uh, certainly there, was, there were issues there with, uh, with connections and maybe undue influence with the president and his son. It, it would be no surprise if, yeah. if, if that much money is going through, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that not all of it's going to be used the way the American taxpayers payers would believe was it, what it was used for and that it was used appropriately. So, yes, we should get an itemized, transparent record of where that money went. My guess is that'll never happen. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath on that one either. 
<laughs> One final thing. I want to ask you about this. Uh, it, it would be it would be hilarious if it weren't so ungodly, unconstitutional, and acceptable. And that is this uh, disinformation department that was leaked out during testimony by uh, Alejandro Mayorkas last week. Uh, what's going to happen with this? I know what has to happen, but what's going to happen? Do you suppose? You know, I don't know. It's it's again just sounds so much like when the Attorney General of the United States talked about investigating parents for domestic terrorism yeah. for speaking out yeah. of school board meetings. This sounds more like Nazi Germany. It sounds like China. Oh. It sounds like Russia. This, this doesn't sound like a constitutional republic. And so, in, in my opinion, all Americans need to speak out against this or else we will see this type of program in, in, instituted just like it was in, in Germany in the 1930s. And that's, it's as serious as that. We don't protect our First Amendment rights uh, from the government. They will. I mean, this administration has already shown that it will do everything it can to take those those views away if they disagree with them. All right, my friend, I greatly appreciate your time. One non-political question, if I may, because we are in the beginning of the baseball season. Uh, favorite baseball movie of all time? Go. Wow. Uh, was it Silver <laughs> Dreams with uh, Kevin Costner? There you go. Let, let me ask and tell you this. Do you cry every single time? Uh, maybe not every time, but I'm such a baseball lover. I grew up playing baseball since yeah. I was like four yeah. So, I mean, I just, I love the game. Now, you also, I would assume you've seen The Rookie, uh, which involves the Texas Rangers. That's one of my favorite movies. Yes, I have. I Sweet have movie. seen it. It's been a long time. Yeah, man, yeah. Hey, uh, Ken Paxton, thank you for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. You're all over social media. I know you're on Twitter. I know you're on Getter. Uh, anywhere else that I should uh, send people if they want to check out your wisdom. Yeah, so KenPaxton.com is our website, and then at KenPaxtonTX is our Twitter handle along with Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.